Welcome, everybody, to episode eight of the Gaming and Drinking Podcast. Hello. I am one, one of your hosts, Travis Casey. With me, as always, is... I'm Adam. Hey. No, no, I thought you were going to do it. It's okay. It's, it's, we, this is actually, you know what? I'm glad you did that. I was going to do it too because we did remind ourselves last yeah, week. We need to, we need to start, we need to start our names. Well, Look at that porn. We assume that everyone oh, knows beautiful. who the fuck we are, and that's probably, no, that's not, probably, that is almost entirely. No not one the knows case. who we are. We're on the internet, so, dude. Uh, yes. We're on the internet. Are, and, I'm Travis, um, and this is Adam. Uh, you're, we're here for another episode of drinking and gaming and all the things in between. Uh, let's start as we always do with what we are drinking at this moment. Adam, what do you got? Um, I am drinking a little something from the Noda Brewing Company in Charlotte um, mm-hmm. called Hop Cakes. It is a 10.2% IPA brewed with Vermont maple syrup, mm-hmm. um, which I, I'm kind of nervous about. Um, but I know you said about that. You know, I know you said you had it before. Yes, I sell that. Mm. And it's an imperial IPA, 10.7%. It is fantastic. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's okay. It's okay. I don't... Also- I, mm, with like an IPA, that, that's, it's a little too sweet for me for an IPA. Yeah, the, the, the syrup gives it a little more of a sweet kick to, yeah. the, I, to the edge Ooh, but that aftertaste is nice. It's very nice, yeah. That tastes just like pancakes. I've been craving pancakes for like the last week, so this is perfect. I thought you had pancakes the other day. No, I had eggs. You didn't actually get the pancakes? I did not get the pancakes. That's Man, why that's... I got this was because I wanted pancakes. I got you. Okay, that makes more <laughs> sense now. All right, I am drinking a Sun Lab. We've featured them a couple of times now. They're a fantastic brewery. Um, Sun Lab, Have my we? lovely. Yeah, we had the oh. dark side one a couple of weeks ago. I've, okay. had them. I, I've had them before. Gotcha. Um, the uh this is my lovely it's an american sour ale with strawberry lychee and coconut i'm not a big coconut person but generally if it's blended in with the beer i don't mind it that much um so let's give this bad boy a whirl put the coconut in the lime you said lime lychee and coconut strawberry strawberry lychee you did the lime you you gave yourself the lime impression because you did a joke. I thought about <laughs> the lime in the yeah the the song that yeah I know <laughs> from a few I know ago. I'm lame <laughs> a few years just, however many years that is a really old song you've got um you've got dad jokes without being a dad well I guess you're a dog dad so oh okay. yeah you I'm got a doggy daddy yeah I'm a doggy daddy too and so I guess we can make dad jokes on the pod it's okay yeah that's acceptable right especially <laughs> if they are about dogs yeah. I don't have any about dogs. I have one that has a dog in it, but it's not like about the dog. We don't have to. We don't have to. We can. I mean, I can. We, 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 but we don't have to. We can. We can, we can All right. Here we go. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, there boy. are these three three bank robbers. They go rob a bank, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And they're running from the cops, and they run mm-hmm. into this old abandoned warehouse. Well, it's not, yeah, they run in this warehouse and um, mm-hmm. one of them hides behind a pack of wild dogs. One of them hides behind a pack of feral cats. One of them hides behind a sack of potatoes. The cops come in after him. The one behind the dog, uh, behind the dogs starts barking. He's like, rawr, rawr. so they think he's a dog. They're like, oh, that's just a bunch of dogs. They move on. They go to the cats. The guy hiding behind the cats goes, meow. 
Uh, and then they think, okay, that's just a bunch of cats. Don't worry about it. They'll, then they shine the light over to the sack of potatoes. The guy goes, potatoes. And then they catch them. It's <laughs> the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my entire life. That is bad. so bad. It's so bad. Did you make that up like right now on the spot? No, no. One of my friends told me that when I was like 12 and I was like, that's so dumb. And I've always remembered it. Wow. It stuck <laughs> with you for that long. Yeah. I guess it is impressively bad. So it is it, so bad. Oh, dude, I've got worse. I've got worse. We don't. No, we don't. Not after that one. You, you've lost joke telling privileges on this oh, show. Oh no, 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 no. Oh boy. And we'll save it. We'll save the one about <laughs> the guy with the giant orange head for another day. Oh boy, the giant. I think that that might be a little triggering to some people these days. <laughs> no, it's not who you're thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've got. We're probably going to have a, a lighter show today. Um, Adam's feeling a little under the weather. Yeah. It is late as we're recording this up. Um, My little brother got me sick, and it's not COVID. I am vaccinated. Just, yes. So we're all on the same page. <laughs> all there. on the same page. <laughs> um, so we're, we're going to. Kitty cats. Oh, Ooh, there's a kitty time. cat. Yep. Uh, we're probably going to run through some things here real quick. Um, we are. We've already done our, our brew stuff for this week. We're gonna. We're gonna. Well, start hey, what? How, what do you think about that that brew, brew you're drinking there? It's good. Pretty good. It's really yeah. good. It, I mean, it's it's a very standard, you know, sour, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, What's the, do you know what the ABV is on that? Five point seven. Okay. It's okay. a little lower. Yeah, five point seven. It's a little bit lower than our than my usual. So I like my sours to be pretty boozy, but uh, it was between this and the Maximum Florida, which you you had on last week, so I didn't really want to. I really want to try that. I'm going to have another one tonight. <laughs> oh, do you still have some left? I've got one left and I was saving it. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, have, I have some really other, some good stuff that I'm, I'm waiting to try, uh, waiting in the wings. But I, I like to start with the sour because it's just, it's always so refreshing to have one yeah, of these. Like, uh, sour is so good. For sure. Um, I feel like I've, the, the reason I did the IPA was because uh, I have just, I feel like all I've been drinking on this show is sours. Yeah. Like I drink a ton of sours. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to get like a weird IPA. I also have an IPA waiting. I, I don't, I feature IPAs on here a couple you of do. times. I'm not the, you I'm do. not the biggest IPA fan in the world either anymore, which is weird. I used to be, I used to love IPAs, but uh, as, as, uh, as I've gotten older, um, I haven't been able to drink them as much. I just kind of, by the way, for the side. audio listeners, that is uh, Parker, the geriatric beagle. Mm-hmm. going nuts because <laughs> i'm guessing sean just got a sean is home um, oh yeah i'm gonna mute this for a second why don't you talk about what you've been playing you've okay a couple of things on yeah sure uh so i have taken this week and kind of just gone back and played some of the old psn games that i either really enjoyed or uh that i haven't gotten around to yet and just kind of wanted to check out one of those was like I was like I'm feeling a cozy game this week. And what um, cozy game is that? <laughs> uh, it was uh, Burly Men at Sea, which seems like a game you would play. It was great, man. It was um, it was super cozy. Like it's just one that you can kind of sit and there's not really a whole lot of like it's not a challenging game in any way. Um, it's just something. It's not a walking sim but it's kind of just a decision sim um, where Is it first person. No, it's actually, it, it looks like it's uh, in a, in a children's book. Um, like it's like an all, it'll be like an all white uh, screen. And then like in the middle, there will be a circle 
And that's where everything is happening is in this one little circle area. And then like to walk to the right, you press R2 and the circle expands to the right. And then they walk that way. And then the circle closes and moves with them. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and then you can go like right or you can go left. And then there will be a decision over here or a decision over there. And it's just kind of like a, just a branching, um, like choose your own adventure kind of thing. And um, as you do more and more of that, get to more and more of the endings, it fills out a bookshelf at the end uh, of like different uh, seafaring adventure tales that like this, this old guy in the village has on his bookshelf. He's like, you're not the first people that have done this. Look at all these book, other books I have um and so you, like are you are you playing through those adventures or are you just like filling out you're the, creating them and then like the the ones that you create uh, become a book and oh, get okay, put on a shelf you. and that so like sense. as you as you do more of the adventures uh there you've got like this whole blank shelf that's all like these are all going to be all your stories so you kind of see how far along in the game you are by uh which ending you've gotten who you've interacted with and like as you do more of those it fills out the bookshelf more and more and i think there's like i want to say there's like um 12 endings i think 12 mm -hmm. or 13 endings and each each run only takes about 20 minutes um and so it's it's super fast like you can get in get out and that's kind of what i wanted it was a it was a late night when i was playing and i was tired and i was like this just seems like a chill thing to do um and yeah, it was, but I thought I was only going to play it once. I ended up running through it like four or five times um, just because I, I wanted to see how the different like choices matter. Cause they do right. each, each choice yeah. you make actually really affects everything because it is such a small thing. They can make it to where every decision you make makes a huge impact. So it's not like the walking dead where you might like affect some dialogue or something, but basically the story path is the story path you know yeah you, you remember how in the walking dead it was like somebody will remember this and it didn't really matter like yeah that's how it is in all the telltale games yeah um so it's not like that this is actual like impactful very very storytelling impactful. like there's right off the rip um so the very the impetus of the game is like you are these three guys i think your names are uh hasty beard brave beard uh who's the other guy uh steady beard those are your three characters and, and, it's these, like and dude, they, they don't have faces they're just like these very it's a two-dimensional like i said it looks like a children's book they just already like these little circles and then and it's like beards huge beards <laughs> that's awesome huge beards one's that's a red really cool red beard blonde beard and brown beard nice um and you all you find this message in a bottle and then you get in a ship and you're like we got to figure this out yeah <laughs> Message in the bottle. Um, <laughs> Sting was there. So it was a weird game. Yeah, Sting was there in 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 the whale. Once you get swallowed, no, like you, you find a message in a bottle. Um, it's it's a it's a map, but it's a totally blank map. And so you go to find this guy in the village. And he's like, oh, it's a blank map. That means you got to fill it out. And it's like, oh, what? Okay. And then you like go and you go. And the impetus is you go out on your boat and you immediately get swallowed by a whale every mm -hmm. single time. And even right from that point, that's when the decisions start. And at the very beginning, you can either make a decision to uh, go. There are like these little nymph ghosts inside the whale. You can either hang out with them where they say, like, if you hang out with us, you'll get to the next point. Or you can take these uh, barrels that float and put them around your waist and get shot out of the blowhole. Uh, <laughs> shot out of the blowhole. Yeah. Uh, so right from the get-go, it's like every single 
point you get to can either end the story or keep the story going or branch off and do another direction of the story. And, um, it's really, really neat. Um, and the music dude, the, the music is great. It, it, uh, kind of reminded me like the whole thing kind of was like, did the shins make this game? Like, <laughs> like the, awesome. the the music was like super, so like early indie pop, yeah, like super indie pop, very light, uh, light hearted kind of um, melodies and. We're talking like old Virgin World era shins, like their early stuff when when it was like fun and and kind of goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fun. It's, it, it's very fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and there's like this every time the game ends you come across this like very um mystical like sea dragon that kind of like tells you like hey you found me again Mm -hmm. but i hope i get to see you again because obviously there's other stuff you didn't do here right and so then you get like then (laughs) you go through a fog and then you get back to the island and everybody's like what why are we back at the island and then you start over and so like it's it's a continuing thing even though it starts over every time and you get to do the same thing again it's still a continuation of the same story. Right, right. Um which is really neat. That I always cool. loved the uh as a kid I always loved the Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventure books. Yep, same. Um even though even though if you like the those games are bad. Are <laughs> those 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 books are bad Oh, like, I loved them though. I no, haven't I, read no. one. Oh, oh. Ooh, that should be a stream. Dude, I've oh, got yeah. a. I now that I'm back here at my parents' house temporarily, I went. Yeah, I went like, in the attic, dude. Cool stuff out. I found my entire Goosebumps collection. Heck yeah! And it is huge. Dog. It's huge. It's two boxes that are three feet tall, full of Goosebumps <laughs> books and like other other old school '90s stuff. Um, oh yeah, that's gonna be a stream for show. That sounds like a really good idea for a stream. But yeah, yeah. Th- those those books are are bad but i freaking love them like they were so much fun when i was a kid like now you go back it's like three pages of nonsense and then you get eaten by an alligator but <laughs> like like should, i remember that should loving be another stream things. is just reading like the uh the choose ending, your own adventure <laughs> just read like hey. all the ones but all the ways it goes down. all right first thing that comes to your mind favorite goosebumps book not a living dummy Probably part two. Cliche. Cliche. I mean, it was, it was the best one. That is a reason why it's cliche, though. Like, it was the best one. Like, my favorite, that was the scariest, I think, when I was a kid. But I think my favorite one was probably, like, uh, any of the ones, like, set at camp. I, I, don't, I don't remember which one specifically it was, but there was, like, camp, like, oh, camp, camp Horrorwood or something camp, like camp that. Camp Nightmare. I think it was called Camp Nightmare. Yeah. But yeah. any of the ones I, that were, like, set in camp, like, really, really I like the haunted. Me. I like the Haunted Mask. The Haunted Mask was good. Um, uh, also, um, uh, Scrambled Eggs from Outer Space. That's way past my time. That was when they got real dumb and goofy. Uh, then I also liked, um, God, what was the one? Uh, Don't Go Into the Basement. Is Don't that the one? The basement. Yeah, that was really good. Say Cheese and Die. That was a good oh, one with the camera. Dude, say Cheese and Die used to scare the shit out that of That cover was really creepy. Oh, and the um, the Scarecrow Walks at Midnight. That that scared the crap out of me as a kid. Oh, There's dude, a scene that I still remember. You know like, what's weird? I'm getting goosebumps right now. <laughs> oh. <I get it. laughs> um, there's a scene in that book where... <laughs> yeah, the, the TV show. There's a scene in that book where this kid is like looking out into the like the cornfields and he he sees the scarecrow walk, like just literally just walking. But I still remember reading that when I was a kid and being like, 
this is the scariest thing I've ever read in my entire life. <laughs> scary. And I still remember to this day. Um, uh, yeah, that, all right. So that, no, my favorite, my favorite Goosebumps book though, and episode, Attack of the Mutant. Do you remember that? Past my t- no, it's past no, my time. It wasn't. It was a pretty early one. No way. It was. Unless it was. it's called something different and you just got the Attack of the Mutant. It. it was about a guy, um, a kid who came across this like uh, warehouse kind of facility um, in the middle of nowhere. And it was like, it ended I'm up, be- he's this. like, oh, it looks just like the, uh, he's like, oh, this looks just like the lair from the comic book that I read for the, for the bad guy. And, um, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I did love this one. Dude, Attack of the Mutant. Oh, my God. Did they turn awesome. this one into a? in a tv show I yeah they did into- they did they did the tv show for oh, that shit one. dude the i just googled this it's on google books for free what yeah i bet i have it in the oh wait maybe right maybe, maybe it's just the preview is free oh let me see if i can go to the end of it dude it's so good nope it's the it's full on the whole no nope, that's page number four dude and you know what's funny is so you know i i lived in orlando for a while yeah uh so for people that don't love goosebumps um the cover of this one uh it's a guy it's like a super villain guy that looks like evil batman kind of um and the the little tagline is he's no superhero he's a super villain um and he's like running at the at the artist and he's in front of like this like factory warehouse looking place um Mm -hmm. But I haven't seen that book cover in forever. But you I know, know I, I lived, either. It's great. I lived in Orlando, and um, there's this thing in Orlando called the I4 Eyesore. Have you ever heard of it? Mm, it's like this building. It's familiar. this. Bu- it's this famous. If you ever, if anybody ever goes to Disney World, you drive by the I4 Eyesore, okay. um, and it's just like this huge, like uh, skyscraper building in the middle of nowhere. For absolutely no reason, the guy started building it and then went bankrupt. And now there's just like this half finished, like office building. That's great. And um, every time I drove by it, I always thought of this. Thought book. of that cover. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I I thought of that. this book every single time. Um, and so yeah, but that was Attack of the Mutants, probably my favorite favorite Goosebumps book. That one was that. That, that one's really real good. good. And there was you another know, one about like a like a. No, never mind. I'm thinking at this point. I'm thinking of uh, what was that? Nick, uh, are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? I was gonna say there's there's a similar episode of of um, are you afraid of the dark where the comic book comes to life, the ghastly grinner, uh-huh, and uh-huh, uh-huh. and like it, it, like the villain comes out of the comic book. Um, that that's a really oh yeah, episode. I know what you're talking about. Really no, but that's not the one I was thinking of. There were two. All right, so this is now now we're on to Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> yeah. This is the nostalgia cast. <laughs> um so the the one that used to scare the bejesus out of me when I was a kid was the, the one, pool one. Yes. Yeah, how did how the, did you know? Cuz I, I I so I Have we had this ha- conversation? No, they so, but every every kid was scarred by this episode, so that's why I know. But also I recently I mean, um, I was like 8 when that show yeah, came out. I bought the entire run of Are You Afraid of the Dark? on sale it was like on sale voodoo for like five bucks like every nice episode. nice and so i was going through like the first couple of seasons the ones that i remembered and um i got to that i, I watched them all the way through and i got to that episode and it still holds up like it's still creepy really I, yes i was like with like surprised. the acid monster yeah cause or whatever it's the, like because uh. it kills a little boy at the beginning of the episode and like that's pretty brutal for like nickelodeon tv and all that stuff 
yeah. and then there's like a there's like a the seat like the girl is like teasing the guy and, and she wants to like he's supposed to like teach her how to swim or she's supposed to teach him how to swim i can't remember but they, they like half the episode is them just floating in the pool and like surrounded by this like creepy because they board up the part where the kid died and he's like and the, the monster comes out and it's like it's basically like a skeleton with like the bloody with, veins and stuff yeah and like it's really well done and really creepy i was really surprised at how effective that that uh dude that 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 episode has has messed with me i've had i've literally like in my 20s had dreams about that monster i could yeah (laughs) it's it's a very well done monster and for that time for the age group that was watching it uh very very i mean nick nick was like it was like 90 percent shows for eight to 12 year olds and then after that like then it's like oh i hope you're 20 three and older because uh <laughs> well snick used to be like the saturday night nick so that's what it's called snick. yeah and yeah. and uh i used to watch i, I, I used, used to, to think i was i used to think i was like watching like mtv yeah, or something like that <laughs> i and i remember like around halloween everything on snick would turn like creepy and stuff like the hey dude episode would be creepy the like um salute your shorts salute the or episodes like doug Rugrats, all of them would do like Halloween episodes, and I loved it. But the best ones were always "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Like they would always have like a super cool episode um, dedicated to Halloween or something. And I'm pretty sure that one came out around that time. Like I'm pretty sure that was like one of their Halloween block episodes. Like I could be misremembering that, that one but, was rough. That one was, but it, it it feels like a Halloween episode because oh, it's yeah. so effective and scary. Um, but yeah, that 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 show is. I I, I still watch them to this day. Like I it, put put them on in the background and like go do something else or go Dude. read or whatever. It, it's really cool for that. Next time, show. next time we have a late night drunk night, instead of watching whatever the hell that was last time I was over there. What was that? The scary Joe shows with bows or some shit. Scary shows with bows. It's the last <laughs> drive in with Joe Bob. Joe yeah. Bob Briggs. Yeah. So instead of that, we need to put on some uh, "Are You Afraid of the Dark" next. Hey, time. you got some. You got a good Clint Howard education. I you were did. That was really cool. <laughs> I did. That was uh, some crazy, crazy stuff. That there. was a really cool movie that I had never seen before. Uh, <laughs> that's why I like Joe Bob because it, it brings in stuff that I'm not super familiar with. And uh, on another and, note, you know what I think would go well with this IPA? What? Some scotch. Yeah. A little bit of the old Brooklyn. Bro- Brookladick. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's uh Brookladdy. Uh my my best friend from when I was a kid got me this for my birthday a couple weeks ago. Let's see if there's actually any left. Yeah. Got a swallow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a little good. swallow up in there. No yeah. ice cube. Nah, just a little just a little dab of water. Here's how you do it. You ready? <laughs> For you audio listeners, he just <laughs> stuck his finger in like a like one of those bird beaker things and let it rip onto the. It's uh, what what uh what Ian Malcolm does to Ellie in the um, in Jurassic Park is what he did to that water just. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, God, but uh yeah right. okay so I know oh man we should we should have a nostalgia cast this is not gonna yeah. be we I mean we're already halfway there but um. Yeah. No, let's get in. Let's get into uh, the the stuff. Well, I mean, your the next your next two games are basically nostalgia trips. So, yeah, basically. Um, so I will briefly. I know we uh, we spent like the first like three episodes of this uh, just basically talking like Mass Effect and Zelda. 
Um, and I am still on that Mass Effect bullshit. And yeah. I will, I, I, I'm just slowly working my way through it. Yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it though. Um, I am now rolling with Garrus. I don't think I'll ever leave Garrus in the in the ship. He's never leaving my, my boy. Garrus is my dude. I, yeah, I, ever since I found him, I'm like, dude, this is like my guy from the last game, my one guy from the last game. And I was riding with Morden, but now I just got this. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember her name, but she's like the assassin chick. She she's got like the black lipstick. Jack. Jack. Is that Jack? Jack. Yeah. Jack, the shaved head. No, she's she's just like an assassin. She's just got like a hood up. Like you don't even. I haven't even seen her head, her full head yet. Oh, I'm pretty sure Jack has like the black lipstick, like right here. I think. I don't know. It's been a while um, since I played it, but she's dope though. Like you, when you first meet her, I I, I actually she you meet her at the Citadel. The first time I went to the Citadel, she was um, she actually like got to me via like this digital advertisement um and it's like hey she's like hey come talk to me and then like you you go and have this conversation with like a digital billboard and she's like all right at the end she's like all right you should probably go because uh people are gonna think you're crazy sitting here talking to a billboard (laughs) i was like oh my god you're awesome and so now it's me and garris and her running around wait are Um, you are you talking about thane thane's a dude no. Or dossier. Mass effect to I'm looking at the people. I can't I can't see anybody that you're talking about. Uh let me see. Let me see. I'm sorry, everybody. We we gotta figure out this character. I should have written this down. That's okay though. Um let's Kasumi? see. Kasumi. Yeah, Kasumi. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that I ever oh she's a dlc i might not have ever played with her she's oh a DLC she has, she's dlc dude she's cool yeah. she's real cool <laughs> yeah i don't think i ever played with her you'll I, get I to play, her you'll obviously yeah. you'll get to her playing through to her this, this time. other and that's awesome that you're gonna have something to run across that like you never actually did before that's why i didn't know who because she does remind me of the, the description sounds like jack but okay because jack, jack okay. has all the tattoos and stuff but jack no, is my she, favorite character she's basically uh just an assassin um but also like super tech savvy. Uh, yeah, um, she's she's really cool. Um, but I did. I've been doing a couple missions, and um, I'm getting through it. I've I've unlocked several of the upgrades for like the ship and uh, my different types of armor. Um, haven't really gotten to the romance portion. Like I was really like after all the stuff I've heard about Mass Effect. I thought romance <laughs> was going to be way more part of it. I was like, I'm going to go bang a bunch of aliens. Well, it's only, but, you have to search it out. Like, it's not, it's only because you can bang anybody that I think that people. You can bang anybody? Uh, I, most anybody, I think. You can't bang Tali until like the last game. Um, but I think everybody else, you, most people you can. Okay. Uh, well, Kasumi's going to get it. <laughs> I don't know about DLC characters. Maybe you can't bang the DLC characters. I'm not sure, but uh, it's only She's because about like DLC. Well, you have to think like those. Oh my god! I'm gonna let you sit with that one for a nah, second. No, no, it worked. It worked. <laughs> um, I think the reason is, it's just like with Hades, right? Like it, the fandom of the like sexuality around the game is more pronounced than the sexuality within the game. Yeah. You know, so I, I think that I think that's a reason why 
you've probably heard more about the sex stuff than you're actually seeing in the game because it's not that prominent. It's not that prevalent. Uh, the, the more I get into it, the less I care about that. And the more I just feel like I'm playing through my own personal Star Trek adventure. That's exactly what it is. That's hundred <laughs> like, percent what it is. It is it's, so it's, you're, cool. You're, you're, you're playing through a Star Trek mission with the stakes of a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Yeah. And the combat and like space battles of a Star Wars movie. Yeah. So it's like the mentality or like the, the menta- like the aesthetics and the mentality of a Star Trek, but the like grandiose fantasy of a Star Wars. Uh, and yes, yeah. like it's basically the best of both worlds. And what I really like about two is they go, they lean heavily into like the neon soaked, like cyber aesthetic more so than they do in the first one. Like there's yeah. the, have you got to the murder scene stuff yet? There's like a planet. There's a planet where you basically become a detective, and you're trying to solve a murder. And no, maybe I, <clears throat> you would. You would remember this is very no, very memorable. No, 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 no. Because you can like been. you can like kick somebody out of a building. <laughs> it's hilarious. Ooh. Yeah, out of like off of like the top of the building. Um, but a lot of that stuff is just like soaked in neon. No. It's very Blade Runnery. Dude, there it's was oh cool. speaking of that, there was one. There was one mission I did where basically um, it was a like a a VI, uh, like a virtual intelligence kind of situation where this scientist took his autistic brother who was really good at math. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Yep. And uh, decided, hey, you're really good at math. You'd be a great test subject for, uh, for interfacing for with, this, yeah. with this computer. Right. And he's like, uh, I don't want to do that. All I know is like square roots. And he's like, no, nope, too late. This. And so then he does. And then like the, the VI becomes fused with this person and they are, and now it's just this super angry VI that can take over entire planets, then mm-hmm. inject itself into other computers. Okay. And um, it's, it's a really crazy situation. And then like, so you get to this planet just in time because this rogue VI is aligned all the like satellite array to like beam itself up and then like just infect all the computers in the whole galaxy with its rogue vi right and um so you get there just in time you blow up all the satellites but then you find his brother you find the the test subject brother and he is just like crucified literally Mm -hmm. crucified like has stuff going through his hands and feet has his mm-hmm. eyes like peeled open. Yeah. Tubes it's like going a big horizon for a second. Yes. Yes. And he has tubes going in his mouth and, and it's just like, Oh my God. And yeah, it's the tube is definitely a darker game than the first one for sure. But um, it has, it has some like disturbing stuff like that. But the whole time you were actually working with that guy's brother because he was lying to you and telling you that his brother had volunteered for this situation mm-hmm. And that uh, really nothing not. bad really happened to him. He just happened to like go go rogue when he got in there. But it's like, no, this guy actually like forced himself, forced him into this situation. And um, so like that was a really like big like, are you gonna go red or blue here? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You could either kill. Oh man, it just I was just like, holy shit! Like the stakes here, even though. Um, it's just one guy. The stakes here are very high for whichever way you decide to go. I spared the guy because I'm trying to play it as a paragon. Um, but yeah, like just, and there weren't any moments I think that made me like think about morality that much in the first mass effect. Like, yeah, it's mass effect. One is a lot more like, uh, 
easy black and white dilemmas. I don't think they're like the 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 Ragnid, I think is like probably the the grayest area. Yeah, and um, that's similar, but still, it's a Ragnid. It's not a human. Yeah, it's it's exactly it's 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 the stakes for a, a, an insect like creature who could potentially take over the galaxy and destroy everybody uh, versus like an actual human being used as a construct for a VI and a simulation uh, it is very different and is very like, uh, it is a conundrum. Like, what do you do? Like, do you stop this guy forever? Cause he's doing bad things. That's not his fault that he's been put in the situation, but he's still doing the bad things versus, you know, potentially saving a lot of lives by killing this person who didn't, who doesn't deserve it really, you know? Um, yeah. It, it, it is a lot more black and, or a lot more gray and there's a lot. Well, you're not, you're the, actually, you're not contemplating killing um, the, the VI guy. Yes. Yeah, the brother. Yeah. It's, so there's actually two kind of, kind of conundrums there. The first is do you uh, take, so there's like a mental hospital that you could take the VI guy to and be like, it basically is like, um, this hospital helps people like him. Obviously they haven't taken over entire computer softwares with their mind, but uh, they, they help people like him. Um, or you could leave him with his brother because in, in, we haven't really discussed this part of it. Um, we don't want to, we don't want to like spoil uh, the whole thing for people. Mm, mm. We don't want to, we, we don't want to do that. It people might are not. This game it, right oh God, it's so good. Yeah. But that's why we so shouldn't good. spoil it for people. You're right. You're right. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was uh, probably the coolest part that I've played so far in Mass Effect. Um, real quickly, I'll go over, uh, we'll, we'll get out of that because I could get, I'm, I am getting very close to some serious spoiler territory. Um, but you know what's even crazier? That's not even a main mission. That's a side yeah. mission. <laughs> well, the main missions in that game are just recruiting missions. Like I know, but part. you could play through that whole game and not even, not even yeah. play that. Which mm -hmm. is, it, it, and like that's, but that's the meat of that game is like digging into those side missions. And the meat, the meat of most of Mass Effect games is the side stuff, I think. Yeah. The main missions are fine, but I think what makes those games special is that you get to learn those characters and the way that they react to things through the side missions. And the side missions tend to have the lesser grand, but more personal storytelling, which is the kind of storytelling that I tend to prefer. Uh, it, it's like in, in The Witcher, you know, you, you get like the big set piece is the main mission, but you get like the nice personal stories on the, in the side missions and the smaller stuff. Um, I think, I think that after I play through Mass Effect, I actually need to go back and, um, I, I don't know why, but I have started The Witcher three, three times and never made it past like five hours into the game. I don't know why I've just bounced off. I don't know why, but I feel like after playing Mass Effect, or maybe I should go play Dragon Age after this. You will probably want to break from Bioware games after you finish three Mass Effect games in a row. Because yeah. Dragon Age is very, very similar to Mass Effect. I mean, um, I love I'm loving Mass Effect though. Yeah. But yeah, I think I, I I think I should probably go play some some Witcher again after this because I'm just like I'm in a like I'm in a headspace for that like deep rpg uh like, dark storytelling oh yeah give me um, oh speaking of dark storytelling i've been watching uh a lot of world war ii documentaries for the last like week and a half uh-huh lots of them like i watched there's an entire series called like greatest events of world war ii in color and, world war ii uh, in, H in hd yeah no in color in color 
not an HD. There was there's like three different ones about like color HD World War II <laughs> on Netflix. Um, but the one I watched was Greatest Events of World War II in Color. And like I went back and watched it and I was like, you know what? I always avoided these because I thought it was really weird to go and like, why would anyone want to watch anything about World War II? It's like this terrible situation. But now that I watched them, I'm like, it's actually really important that people learn about this. <laughs> like, and, and actually know specific details about this. Um, yeah. Because of uh, stuff in today's, stuff and, stuff and today's stuff. world, you know, history. Yeah, if, you, if you don't know history, you might be doomed to repeat it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways. Well, um, speaking of, speaking of history <laughs> and maybe alternative history. Alternative facts. No, alternative <laughs> history. Like, say, for instance, that somebody built a city underwater. Ooh. Like, like basically, like they're rapturing someone. Mm -hmm. That's, yep. That's where I was getting to. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. The last game I've been playing, um, I had, I, you know, I told you earlier, I was going back and playing PS Plus games that either I didn't get to or I, I really enjoyed but hadn't played in a while. They actually released uh, Bioshock 1 and 2 as Bioshock the Collection um, several years ago. And that then became a PS Plus game, I think, in like 2019 or something like that, 2018. Mm -hmm. um, and I haven't played the original Bioshock in Since probably 2007. Yeah, probably like, like 10 years, 10 yeah. years at least. Um, and so I, I actually restarted Bioshock, and it's not like remastered. It's not anything. The collection is remastered. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Okay. It's okay. not. It's not. It's not a remake, but it is definitely remastered. It's remastered, but it, was it remastered for PS4 or PS3? PS4. Okay. It came out on PS3. Okay, that makes a lot more sense then, because I was playing this and I was like. This looks way better. I was than like, I ever this looks really good still. Like, how the hell does this game still look like this? Yeah, it, it's a it's a remaster. Um, okay, it is an amazing collection. I love all three of those games. Dude, Bioshock dearly. is Bioshock is something special, man. Bioshock like, one and one and Infinite. I will I replay one of them every year, either the first one or Infinite. I never finished year. Infinite. Oh my god, I love Infinite so much. I I'm gonna I'm. Now that I've started one again, I'm gonna go play, back and you can play skip one. most of two, but play Minerva's Den. Is that DLC for two? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's does that, in that, does that set you up for Infinite or something? Yes. Okay. It's it's also just. Really I mean, honestly, what I'll what I'll probably do is just go back and play all of two again because it's been like I said, like ten years or something since I, I played either. Of two those. is two is fine, but it like. After playing the first one, and I like to, Infinite, I like to a lot. It's just so sluggish, like that you because you play as a big daddy the whole time, and it's like so slow compared to like the way that you move in the other two games. Yeah, but but Minerva's Den is amazing and so worth playing, um, okay. even if you don't play all of two. And I think two, two is fine, but it doesn't really add to the overall narrative like one and Infinite Doom or Minerva's Den. Mm -hmm. So if you're just trying to get like a full story perspective. Uh, I, I think two is completely skippable. Um, well, speaking of, uh, actually not speaking of anything, but <laughs> um, I just wanted so, to say something. No, no, no. So like the, I just got to the part in one where you go to uh, like basically the surgery center and the mm -hmm. guy is uh, trying to just create the perfect person. It's, it's, um, it's 
it's super um, Nazi. It is super Nazi. Yeah, like, the, like it basically, is, he's basically Goebbels or Goebbels. Yeah, he's like this one's too fat. This one's too tall. This yeah. one is. And it's like, oh, look at this ugly one. I would kill you now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Uh, yeah, that it's just stupid. that's probably the creepiest part of the game well no the, the theater part is the creepiest part of the game but that's second on there um it's good oh god it's so good that game is amazing and the, and what makes that game so good isn't just the storytelling which is great or the visuals which is great or the powers the way you can combine them which is also great it's like the little things like the sound that the like the omatic machines make when you go up to them like that ching 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 that real chunky like welcome to the circus of value that's actually ken levine <laughs> doing that voiceover like the guy who created the series ken levine. oh really mm-hmm. it's good i like um, that i like that and, line and like line. the way that the way that you uh the way that the plasmids work the way that you can like buy like the decision making you have to do with the little sisters and and whether you harvest them so should or, i harvest does it does it is it actually going to do anything if i if I uh, I can't it remember, it does something. I don't, no, 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 no. Consequently, like consequently, if I spare them, uh-huh. am I actually going to get rewarded for sparing them in a good Is way, it, in a way that matters? You'll have a soul still. But other than that, <laughs> like. So this is an immoral dilemma for you. This is purely a gameplay dilemma for you. No, I spared the last one because I was like. This is a this do you is not feel person. bad about that? I feel terrible about it, but, but I can put I can put that beside me. These people aren't real. <laughs> well, that's like, what the game is supposed to be asking you. Like you're supposed okay. to but and, what's and her and name? Frau Farbishna or whatever her name is was like sitting there. <laughs> this is trunchable. <laughs> yes. And she was uh telling me, like, spare her, I'll make it worth your while. And I spared well, I'm not her. I'm going putting, to tell you that because that would ruin the whole dilemma that you're going through. But if you think about it, like the game is literally asking you what's more worthy. Like these, they're not real. Should I make my, should I get more powers or well, but once you, once you save them, then they are children, right? Yeah. I mean, they're still, they're still not like, I don't think they'll ever be, you know, normal little girls anymore, but they're still fucked up, but they're still, they're still still seeing some shit, but they're still, they're alive and they don't have to, harvest adam anymore mm-hmm. so um, also it's really weird hearing my name throughout this entire game <laughs> yeah your name is like the the surplus power let's go get thing. this adam out of this piece of shit yeah. <laughs> okay yeah um but yeah i mean that the one of the essential parts of the game is saying like how far would you go to you know get what you want from because that's what the whole thing is like the, the splicers they were people who cut on themselves and modified themselves to the point where they became insane because they wanted that power. They wanted so much of that stuff. And that, mm-hmm. and you have to ask yourself, is it worth what you're doing to yourself mm-hmm. to get this stuff? I mean, that's like the whole part mm-hmm. of the narrative. So it's not just a gameplay reward, uh, but you know, Hey, well, I just went to the plat, the first, I just got to the first plasmid plasmid machine in the whole game. And I spared, I spared the uh, little sister or I saved her. And I got like 80 Adam or something. And I think that, but I think if I would have harvested her, I would have gotten like hundreds. Um, you get more per harvest than per save. Yeah. Say that. Obviously. A lot more, I think. Um, but I'm just wondering what would happen what, if you, I don't know. Maybe you do. I don't know. 
Maybe if I just harvest them, then they all like come back at the end and they all stab me with their giant needles. I don't know because last time I played it, I see last time I played it, I saved all of them. Then you should remember the what happens then. Because I'm a I don't dude. It's been so long. I don't even remember what happened. Hmm. Well, (sighs) I hate that for you, but dilemma, dilemma. Don't lose your soul in the process. Is all I'm saying. uh, It's not even (laughs) what soul. <laughs> yeah, right. game definitely holds up and i love it um it's great dude it's so good love it okay um let's you wanna... let's take a let's take a break i need a okay. refresher and um yeah we'll get, we'll get some refreshment and uh we'll come back and we'll blow through my games I, I don't have a whole lot to say about the games i've been playing but i got a little bit of something and then we'll um we'll get some news in and then we'll wrap this thing up yeah we'll All be right, right we'll back be, we'll be right back with more booze and games Nice. Welcome back to the Gaming and Drinking Podcast. I am Travis. This is Adam. And we have fresh beers and fresh content for you. Uh, mm. Adam, Adam is drinking another of his uh, Maximum Florida, as I believe. Oh, yeah. We talked about Westbrook. this one last week. Westbrook uh, Berliner Weiss with like 40 different fruits in it. It's got <laughs> dragon fruit, passion fruit, mango, pineapple, pink guava, key lime, tangerine, toasted coconut, marshmallow, and milk sugar. Very nice. It's a mouthful every time. Um. I'm gonna look up that APB since it's not listed on the. Uh, it's six, no, five point two, I think. No way, it says Imperial on there. It says Imperial, but it's not. Really? Yeah. That's a lie, then. Yeah, they call it. I think that's probably why they didn't put the ABB is so they could say Imperial. <laughs> it's not really Imperial. That's that's crazy, dude. Yeah. Six percent. Six percent. Yeah, that's Pass. not Imperial. Yeah. Maybe for a Berliner Weiss it is, but yeah, yeah, that I, seems like a, a weird thing to do. Yeah, uh, I am drinking a bearded iris, which they have great cans. I like that point. name, and I like that can. It's called Attention, please. It's they're out of Nashville, I think. Yeah, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, this is a double IPA. It's pillowy, tropical, and citrus. Um, this I love a pillowy IPA like the. Just like, don't hit me with all the hops at once. Give, make it a little more balanced. So let's see what this is all about. Uh, Bearded Iris is a great brewery, so I have high hopes for this one. Is that one that you uh, are rep for? No. That's very good. Yeah? No, I just I just really dig these guys. They're, they're expensive, but uh, they're usually worth the price. It's a good IPA. Mm. Oh god! This actually that... reminds reminds me of that um that people's elbow that uh, from New Serum that you and I had the other night at the wig. Okay. Okay. Mm. Oh yeah. Need some tums? I got some tums here. No, I think it's just the wrong the wrong pipe. <laughs> I actually bought another bottle of tums today. You should, since you have massive amounts of heartburn at the age of like thirty. <laughs> you uh... should definitely have a ton of tums in your house. I got I got like two different kinds of tums. I feel like looking at spicy food makes you have heartburn. But the thing is, I eat spicy food like it's my job. That's true. You do, and usually it's like the worst thing on the planet that is on the menu. You're like, yeah, give me that and give me two of them. 
like the, yeah. the chili cheese fries. From, oh, it just makes me sick just thinking about it. What chili from, cheese? Uh, oh, from the, the bowling, bowling alley, alley? <laughs> yeah. dude. That was a special circumstance. Uh, I don't know why the hell we did that, but you uh, to. well, you know, you're at a bowling alley. It's like, yeah, give me like the garbage of the garbage. That's true. Well, you that was your plan, but that's how I, I am at bowling alleys, though, because I feel like that's just what you do there. Was not worth it in the end. <laughs> no, definitely not. Not it worth was, it at all. They weren't even good chili cheese fries. They were terrible chili cheese fries. They're like chili cheese fries that I would like. You buy like some orida, like the, bake like at the store, store like frozen orida. Throw them in the microwave with some like string cheese <laughs> and like bushes chili on it, and it's like here you go. <laughs> Bush is, is the dog has the recipe. Is that what it mm-hmm, is? Mm-hmm. Duke or whatever. Yeah, well, Duke's dead now. So yeah. what? Yeah, Duke is dead. Duke died like a year or two ago. Well, that, now I'm never eating Bush's baked beans again. Breaking news. <laughs> Duke died. <laughs> Duke, Duke the Bush's baked beans dog is dead. I'm sorry. Um, all right, moving away from dead dogs, uh, we're going to get into a little bit of what I've been playing. Yeah, and what you been playing, dog? That would be, well, let's start with Red Dead Online. You've been playing so, Red Dead Online? Have been. Okay. So they just released like a couple new updates that made it seem kind of interesting to me. Um, I'd actually never made a Red Dead Online character, which I realized when I did this because I started playing it. And let me, let me tell you something about how Red Dead Online's character creator works. You can, I like to make attractive characters when I make characters because I'm going to stare at them for the next, you know, 50, 60 or so hours. I try to make them not look hideously ugly. If we're going Monster Factory, you know, like I, I'm, I'm down with that too. I think that's funny. Yeah, but, like, but not my, I like to just make them goofy. Well, that's fine too, but that's not how I like. I like to make things that are attractive, aesthetically pleasing to my eyes, right? You cannot make an attractive <laughs> character in this video game i don't know if it's because that's like the style that rockstar wants to do or whatever but i feel like it was also kind of that way in gta online where everything is just crude and kind of it's more about it's less about like the 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 details on a character's face than i feel like the accessories and the clothes that you put on them well yeah but also this person's face it, it just was very hard to make them look not at all hideous um, I ended up making a dude that was like kind of vaguely like Asian descended <laughs> and stuff. So like, because the only one that wasn't like completely hideously ugly. Um, but I, I've noticed something that really bothers me about Rockstar's online games is that your character just looks like an idiot all the time in all the cutscenes. So they don't speak, you know, for whatever reason, they don't want them to have a voice in the game. I guess that's so you can feel like it's your character, it's your voice, whatever. Uh, but so everyone is just talking at you and you're reacting with facial expressions and, <laughs> but because you've created the character, like the facial expressions don't meld. They don't, they, they, they always look weird and awkward. Half the time your mouth is hanging open and you're looking like, you know how silent Bob like stares at Jay with his mouth open and like, just like nods along to everything. That's yeah. exactly what you're doing as this character in red dead. And you're supposed to be like this, like badass like whatever straight out of jail. It's kind of like this. <laughs> Kind of, yeah, except with a more slack-jawed expression. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little more right there. You're, you're, and you're like, you're, you're, I don't like that you're always like at other people, and this is the way in all Rockstar games, even in the story modes, 
your agency is everybody else's like your your only agency is what other people give to you right like you're you're only reacting to other people's shit you're basically a gta character right now it's very it's very impressive <laughs> so it's just another one of the uh adam gogan impersonations except thankfully he didn't use his voice this time <laughs> so don't make me do I, it. I don't no please don't <laughs> okay and I'm not like a big fan of how Rockstar does this. Like I don't like either, either go all out and make it like where I have a voice that I get to choose from like three different voice actors or something, or make it to where like you, it, there's no like interaction with that character at all. Like maybe it's just like a static text box that comes up because this weird in between where you still get these big long cutscenes and you're just like this dope that just like mimics or mimes like, our personality the whole time it's just really weird oh so they're like he's like pantomiming with like arms going yeah, so you remember how you played gta 3 right yeah it so like your character in that didn't long have a voice. long time ago it's the same exact way he reacts to everything in gta 3 is how these characters do in gta online and red dead online like you're not speaking but you're kind of like like you're not acting like you're, you're like, talking or anything. But you'll like do things with your arms and your yeah, body. You're doing, you're doing wild gestations, like you're you're like nodding at people and stuff like that. Like it's just a it's just a really weird tonal thing that I, I don't really dig. But even barring that, like so what I like about GTA and Red and Red Dead in particular is like the exploration aspect of it. You know, like going out in the woods and like finding, you know, animals or like finding cool little missions that you come across but you're just doing this on the same exact map that you played in the single player game. So if you've already played the single player game, not a whole lot left to explore out there. Well, and isn't that, isn't that the same way they do it in GTA five though? Like GTA five and GTA online, isn't it the same map there as well? Mm -hmm. But people and, love GTA online. And I, I, I guess I'm just a weirdo because I never liked GTA online and I don't really like this that much either. My pro and also I think the online part, Red Dead 2 is a little bit better about it than a Red Dead Online is a little bit better. It's like GTA Online. Let's say that you and I were playing, for instance. We can't just group up and hang out. Every time we do something, we get kicked back to the main screen in separate groups and have to regroup. Oh, that was, the, that was the whole reason we actually didn't play GTA, GTA Online, Online together yeah. was because it was such a pain in the ass to party up. Um, yeah. Because I, I, I actually enjoyed GTA Online. Yeah, some of the nonsense the, can be really fun. Yeah, and it's fun to do that together. But the, the thing is, like, the whole, like, party and lobby situation there. It's, it's awful. It's really bad. It's really bad. So, and, it's, and that's kind of saying something because that game still tends to print money. Yeah. It prints money. It, like, See, everyone people, owns that people, game. People enjoy it so much, I guess they just put up with it. Um, that's my theory. Yeah. Red Dead has a little bit of a better system. You can posse up and kind of stay with the same people. You're still not in like a lobby together and like the same way that you would be in like Apex or something like that. Like what I want is them to just, this is my group and everything we do, we do together. That's still not what this is. It's we a little bit together. We died together. Yeah. But I want, I want, fa I want Fast <laughs> and Furious as a video game <laughs> online. Uh, that's bad boys. Or bad boys that that works too, mm -hmm. but like if you're if you're if you're hanging out with like your 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 dudes and you're all playing online, like you don't want to have to try to find each other in a lobby every single fucking time. The the mission resets or you do or you complete the mission or whatever. So I don't know that that bothers me. Um, the game is still good, like it's still fun to play. Like the 
the, the some of the missions they've added in these newest updates are pretty pretty good um but it's still not quite where i want it to be maybe eventually they get it there if they do like a ps5 version like the ps5 version of gta 5 is coming um which is insane yeah i mean the, the game still like continually sells outsells most modern games so that it, it makes sense it's like what um, how though i don't understand how the fuck gta is still every month on the like the list of top 10 sales it's a it's a game that people really really like it speaks to a lot of people i mean i like the game just fine but it's not yeah you know if i get the free upgrade i'll, I'll get the ps5 version but that's about the only way is I'm it a free that. upgrade or i think i don't think they've said yet but i imagine it would be because they're gonna make more they didn't money do off. A, it wasn't a free to ps3 to ps4 i had to yeah, buy but, both i had to yeah, buy both the, versions but it but this is a uh, like now people expect that i don't think in the ps4 ps3 ps4 generation they don't really expect that i don't remember many free upgrades coming from that there weren't a lot of gta 5 type games either that crossed over the way that this generation has had like yeah that thing is like ps3 to ps4 gta was kind of its own yeah it was thing. it was all it was almost a brand new game it was unique it was so upgraded compared to what that ps3 version was uh but I still don't think they're quite there yet. Maybe they'll get there eventually. It's just not my, not my cup of tea at this moment. Um, but what is my cup of tea is another old online game that just oh, had yeah? a PS5 version, Final Fantasy XIV. That game is freaking great. It's also I it, love it. I tried to get into it and I could not because just getting into that game is such a fucking nightmare. The beginning of it is a little bit slow, but honestly, once you get your weapon and you start doing the stuff, like, man, it just, it's so much, the combat is so good. The, the, the storytelling is actually really good once you get past that opening little bit. Um, and, and the way that you're in like a zone and there's just always something to do. It's just, I, I think that game is phenomenal and it's still, I, I really want to see the later story stuff. Cause I've heard that like, the Shadowbringers expansion is really, really good with the storytelling, like some of the best storytelling Final Fantasy's ever done. And for me, that's saying a lot. So I really want to see that stuff. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever get to it because that's a big time commitment. And I ain't got it's that an much MMO. Time. Like, it, you're never like, is there an end to that game or does there it? There is an end to the story. Yeah. So there is an actual end. Um, in fact, today when I was looking at the menus, I saw there was a new game plus. And I was like, can you, can you imagine? A new game plus to an MMO? Yeah, can you imagine doing a new game plus in an MMO? I, I, I can't, but. I would probably just throw my computer out the window if I ever reached that point, but that's. Well, it'd be like if, I think it's for like people who play Final that, Fantasy, like we play Apex. But it's like that like and there, nothing it's, else. It's, Is it like, you, you're, but like, I feel like even reaching level 500 in Apex, which I'm actually not that far from. Right. Um. I feel like it would take way longer than that to get to the end of an MMO game. Yeah. Like that's insane because there's all, there's all these different areas to go to. There's all these different missions in each area. There's mm -hmm. all these different characters to interact with. There's all these dungeons to go crawl with your friends mm -hmm. and you would have to do all of that. <laughs> <laughs> to get some to people, the point i mean you know like some people i, I look at it this way like if, if the amount of time that we put into like apex if i've been playing final fantasy 14 with a dedicated crew like that i probably would have beaten that game already uh yeah that's you a know? valid point very valid point so I, I think it's just like a different 
The True. difference, the difference is, I think, is that I don't have the time. I don't yeah. have the like the blocks of time. Like I, we we get that time with our friends, but it's very incremental, and it's yeah. not like we only we have like an hour be, to a three hours at most. And like I feel like raids or something that would take like you know three hours at a time or something. Yeah, per yeah. raid, and who knows yeah. how many raids there are in that game. There's a lot. Like, meanwhile, we we are playing Apex for like an hour or two at a time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I mean these these are probably people who play with their girlfriends or their family, something like that. Like I think a lot of that, a lot of people are they they bring a lot of people to it. You know, like they're it's like a lifestyle for them almost. Um, like their gaming time is doing Final yeah, Fantasy. Final Fantasy fourteen is not a game; it's a lifestyle. Yeah. That's that, put that quote on the box. <laughs> Print it. It's but not I, a game. It's a lifestyle. But I'm loving it. Um, I'm probably going to stick with it even after the free trial ends uh, this time. The PS5 version is awesome. It looks amazing. It runs at a buttery 60 and never slows down. Um, and the, the controller has the haptic feedback stuff with it. it, it it's it's awesome. I'm, is it I'm, better I'm, than that other? Uh, what was the other Final Fantasy or uh, online? Final Fantasy game? Origin, Stranger Paradise. Better than that? <laughs> A little bit better than that. A little, little bit better than that. And that's a new game. It's a right? brand new game. That's a it brand looks, new game. It looks like a PS2 game, but it is a brand new Does game. Does Final Fantasy XIV look better than that game? A thousand times better than that <laughs> game. Like, it's not even in the ballpark. Um, oh, yeah, they should be ashamed to put that game out beside Final Fantasy XIV, honestly. <laughs> that's so I'm ridiculous. That, I'm hoping that they fix all that stuff and make it a better game, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing that I've been doing, we'll, we'll just get through this real quick, is, um, you know, on the uh, Fire Escape podcast, Mike Mahardy has been talking about Warframe again. He's been real, real into it. And I like Warframe. I decided bad. to give it another shot, and I actually really like it. The uh, fighting it, is real good in that game. Yeah, the fighting is good. The 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 stuff you're doing from what, the moment wait, to moment. Wait, what, like, what kind of class are you playing? So I was playing this, like, fast uh, archery type class. And I realized I didn't really like it. So I, I went and bought the like main Warframe, the one you see on the cover, who's like the most balanced, I guess. Yeah, he's got um, the sword, but also assault rifles. Sword. Yep, yep, yep. That's the and guy I played with. He's dope. Yeah, he's super cool. He's got a really strong yeah. sword attack. I, I, I bought him because his like passive is like 10% uh, melee damage increase. And I was like, well, I want to use this cool ass sword. Um, it's impenetrable. Like you open up those menus and it is just like, 5,000 mods, there's 60,000 frames you can buy, there's two different types of currency, there's all this different stuff, but I was like, all right, I, I can understand video games. Just, but just, I feel like in order to start with Warframe, you just have to completely ignore all of that mm-hmm. and kind and just, of just play just through play it. Yeah. And, and like slowly, I think that that stuff kind of gets pointed out to you um, as you go through it. So I I read a couple of the tutorials and played through some of the tutorials, which I I guess I'd already done from the first time I I tried to play Warframe. Um, And yeah, I, at first I was like, I'm just going to get into this mission and start doing it. And that's what I did. And that's when I started having fun. Uh, I do want to learn the mod system, which seems like very complicated and weird. Um, But I haven't quite made it that far yet to where I know what I'm doing with that stuff. So I'm just going to keep trying to, chip away at it and see what I can do, see what kind of stuff I can learn from it. Um, it seems very interesting, but 
it's also very dense. It is so, super dense. It's like trying to like take a spoon to a black hole. <laughs> this is what I kind of like feel like whenever I open that game up. Yeah, but sure. like, but even like that little spoonful that you get, it's like that's it's pretty, pretty good. Fun. It's pretty cool. I like, think we should I all wish. get on it one night and, and see if we can get like some of the other guys to play it. I think. And you know I what? Think, I actually I played it. Like I played it, it on. I played it on Switch. And it actually runs surprisingly well. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they optimized the crap out of it for Switch. Yeah, that's a, that's got to be a money printer on Switch. Yeah, it's it's um, really it runs bet, really well. I bet it has Switch. cross cross play or cross. I think it, I think it has cross, cross progression. progression. I think it. I'm pretty sure it has. I feel like Digital Extremes would let them have cross progression. Um, but that game's fun. So I'm gonna be digging into all these games for the next little bit. Um, I'm probably gonna get Skyward Sword because I'm an idiot. That uh, hasn't, but, or yeah, that got released like last week, didn't it? It came out on Friday, yeah. Um, yeah. I want to see, I haven't seen any reviews of it yet, and I kind of want to see how people fall on like the tutorial and all that other stuff that they've been revamping, so. Um, Dude, I saw, I saw another, I know this is, a, this is actually a total aside, um, but I saw a game that IGN did a preview of um, today called Baldo, and it's, they said it's very uh, like Wind Waker as far as like the dungeon aspect of it goes, but then it's also it kind of looks like uh, like a Studio Ghibli style art art style. And um, never heard of it, but I saw this preview today and I was like, that was pretty cool. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I'm not familiar with Baldo, but I I'm, I wasn't either until today. But I saw it and I was like, "Holy crap! Uh, how have I not heard of this?" Like, it uh, it looked pretty pretty neat. Um, Whew. speaking of Zelda, but so you're you're gonna buy that uh that there Skyward Sword on? Huh? I I think so. I, I I am I have bought every single Zelda. You should buy it. Done, you so. should buy it. Uh, on on hard copy so that I can... you borrow it <laughs> yeah if they I, if they put it on sale like amazon or something i'll probably <laughs> i'll probably do that but um we'll see i'll i'll let you know all right uh, so... but anyway that's that's what i've been playing so okay why don't we do our apex minute this can be a quick one because there's not a whole lot to talk about what uh, dude there's a lot to talk about i i i mean i don't think that the because the, there's the a new character there's a new flipping there's character. not a new character there i mean there's a new character that's been announced we haven't played as and we don't even know his powers yet uh still pretty dope though i mean he looks cool uh, so we're talking about obi whose name is seer seer they like it's like uh, half like is he gonna be called obi or is he i think he's gonna be called seer well, it's just in the like game. valkyrie is not her name is not valkyrie so he's probably yes. gonna be called seer his name is actually obi trice and that is his real name no gimmick. I, I hate you so much. I what? You. What? What I do? What? What happened? Uh, <laughs> would you, would you, somebody say something. Um. No. His name is Obi. Uh. His his code name, I guess, or whatever, is Seer. But the reason I'm so excited about him is because if you've watched, like, for the last like week or so, the Apex Legends Instagram and Twitter has all been blowing up with these um, little uh out uh what are they called like outlands legends yeah legends from the outlands chronicles i can't remember but um 
these videos that kind of tell lore from the story. And that's kind of how Apex has always told their lore. Right. And it's really cool. Like, as far as, like, the way that games, like, um, continuing games tell their stories, I think Apex has done the best job yep. of making it um, – easy to grasp, easy to jump into and just like learn everything about it in a quick way. Yeah. Um, and because it's really condensed. storytelling. Yeah. yeah, It really happens in a small amount of time. Like if you've ever seen the show, love sex and robots, have you ever seen that? I have. Yeah. It kind of like the way the apex does their thing kind of reminds me of that is that like, it's like this huge story told in like five minutes in like little bursts. And it's so, it's so good. And, um, Mm -hmm. but the way they did this one was they actually had like three or four, like one minute story beats that kind of told Mm -hmm. the story of like this, this woman and her husband and how they were basically burned at the stake. And like, there was a moth that like (laughs) decided that, oh God, it's, it's crazy. It's a crazy story, but basically um, it brings in this new character, Obi or the seer is going to bring in uh, the aspect, at, at least it seems this way, is going to bring in the aspect of mysticism and magic. Yes, and like a little into, bit more supernatural stuff. Into Apex, which is completely 100% sci-fi. Like there's no magic in Apex at all so far. That's, um, it, it reminds me of in the MCU when they brought Doctor Strange in. So like everything yes. prior to that was like technology or science-based. And then Doctor Strange was like, okay, we're bringing in magic mm-hmm. you know like because even in thor they were like what you call magic or what yeah what you call magic we just call science yeah and then dr strange was like no we're calling it it's it's actual magic and this this is what that reminds me of is that because there's a little bit of mysticism with with bloodhound there's a little bit of um supernatural stuff with like uh still his scan is all just uh, uh it could be it could be yeah yeah exactly um so yeah i think besides yeah, I guess there really isn't any other. I I went back and looked through every character just to make sure, like, yeah, and, and there is no mysticism in that game besides the blue hunter. Like, that's yeah, but it. he's more of a spiritual. Like his his personality it's is a, or her, it's more of a their, faith their, thing connected to technology. Yeah, their personality is more like supernatural than or spiritual than like their abilities or something like that. You know? Yeah, hundred percent, and um. But this Obi guy, man, like he, it, from what, it, but they have left a lot of holes that still need to be filled as far as the plot goes, which what I'm, my, what I'm actually in my head, I'm half baking this whole thing as I'm watching it. I'm like, <laughs> maybe this guy, this Obi guy is actually a test tube baby kind of deal. Like where it's like, everyone thinks it's magic, but it's actually some science going on behind it. That's, because 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 apex is so based in technology and science like that's what, what i'm thinking you know those like loading screens that have like the test tube stuff in the background yeah like the you know what i'm talking about i mean there could yeah. be some kind of thing hey with that stuff. real quick i gotta plug my computer in because uh i just realized that it came unplugged okay i'll keep talking uh so we've got the new character uh there was a new arenas map um that is very cool but it's still an arena's map. So if you're into that, you're into it. If you're not, you don't care. There is, we've noticed this. I don't know if this is setting up Obi or if it's setting up something else with the storytelling, but we noticed this the other day. 
there are these little earthquakes going off in the map on World's Edge, I think. Yeah, yeah, and it's on World's Edge. So I noticed it first in one of the loading screens, and I pointed it out to you, and you were like, "Oh yeah, there's definitely something there." And then we were running through a canyon, and then we just no, then we said, "Oh, that's by the vault. That's by the oh, vault." Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And so, so we, we were like, went "Oh, to the vault. we went to the vault. We got a vault key and went to the vault." And as we were running through, it was like starting to shake. It started to shake, and there's definitely some, and it's it's not a like a, it's not subtle. And it's not like something that, that they're definitely doing it for a reason and for a purpose. Now, what that purpose is, what that reason is, I remains to be played, seen. I haven't played any World's Edge uh, in the last couple of days, but uh, I was playing on um, Olympus today. And um, were there earthquakes there? There's a new sound. No, it's it's like, a, and Rich was saying that like there are these little mods that you can find around the map. I haven't seen any of that, but Rich was saying there's, that like there's. Oh, I heard him talking because, about that. Yeah. Because because this new character, uh, the moth is kind of his 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 thing. Um, he what? there was a a moth that uh, wanted to die. Like if you go back and watch the whole lore, it's like the mom, his mom saved a moth that wanted to die. Then they got burned at the stake. Then the moth also burned. But then the oh God, I I, I don't want to fuck it up but like a mod so go, if you're if you're interested in that go watch so that the very the very last trailer was like oh there's a cursed child that has a moth marking on him and, and that's then, definitely obi and that's obi and he wakes up and he has these like glowing blue eyes and yeah he's um, got glowing eyes in the character art form too yeah and so he's the he's this cursed child with this moth marking and rich okay. was saying rich was saying that uh there are moths that you can find around World's Edge now. Oh, that's that's Not dope. World's Edge, but around Olympus. Around Olympus, yeah. And, and there were cool. these there were these weird sounds when I was playing earlier. I kept hearing this weird sound, and I was like, like the screech it... that a moth makes. No, like this. Just I don't know. It's like almost. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it might have been Bloodhound uh, doing his ult. But oh, like that, like that, like that... yeah. But like. I, I didn't have any idea. The only reason I thought that was because Rich was playing as Bloodhound and did well, his so it. So that's probably whatever there. his alt is. Because remember, it no, 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 no. Because no. then, because then later we were playing and nobody was doing anything, and I heard it again. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, remember leading up to Fuse, there were all those oh, explosions on the map. Yeah. So it, 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 whatever that sound is is probably whatever Obi's alt is, because that was literally what Fuse's alt was. And they would do a stew at a random It was just happening all over the map. Yeah, so that's probably what that is as a way of introducing it. I wonder um, if that's because that seems like something they would do, especially if they've been teasing, like with the moths on the map. That seems like something they would actually be doing. Yeah. That's a really cool idea. I, I'm really excited about this new character. Dude, the way Apex does their character introductions now has just gotten better and better. Yeah, it's always like, if like now I'm to, so anticipating well, it. Well, like from um loba to actually revenant revenant was like the first one that really took it to the next level crypto revenant. crypto was even crypto was cool crypto because cool, it was but... like he, he was in the like you found the you would go into the lab and then like there was the busted door and you had to break i meant the, the i meant the uh the actual like animated intros like the way that they did like the first oh, one no, i really no, remember i'm talking was about the easter eggs around the map i'm talking yeah, about those, like those easter cool eggs too. that happen in gameplay um but yeah, crypto, I'm, crypto started, but yeah, the Revenant one, holy crap. And like the way that like Loba was in that, but like, you yeah, it was like a really, little girl. 
yeah, yeah. dude they, yeah, that was super cool it's almost like a marvel cinematic universe type of situation like you were saying earlier mm-hmm. but like in a much more condensed they're definitely like, doing like a old version like, of it like the way they pull cameos in and, and, and like set up little teases for other characters is definitely uh mcu style storytelling um do you think they're ever gonna bring in uh what was that guy's name ash no 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 no, no not ash oh the, jack the guy with the, like the rope the punchy guy with the robot arm wasn't he uh, the the guy who that was dead no 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 who died before uh they brought i in... thought that's who valkyrie was talking to in the first tra- trailer of hers is he no. not the robot punchy guy no she was talking to um she was talking to one of the guys from uh titanfall 2 yeah that's what i thought you were talking about no 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 oh god i can't remember his name he was like a, just a celebrity he was like a legend oh in oh oh oh, legend. oh yeah, yeah yeah the guy no he's dead he's he was murdered on i screen. know but don't you think they could do something they could do something and i bring mean they back. could but i, how, I don't think that how nuts be, would people go for that i don't think that character is very interesting though like a melee focused character does not seem like what apex is all about what so. dude that would be amazing i think a melee focused character would be absolutely amazing because melee there, attacks there has, are barely viable dude you can drop hot you could drop hot anytime you could drop hot and just and get one people. off and then get and then that's it like there's not really Maybe. a lot of use for melee i, I don't know i, I they could do it they could i think totally there's a reason it. why that character was not used and i don't know that they'll ever go back to it although it'd be fun if they had like some kind of like cameo appearance for him again or something but i i think that was just a joke that they did they played really really well it was a <laughs> like, joke really well it was but, a joke, but there might have been a nugget of truth in there. And I think at one point, like, I really think that they could, especially now that they've got so many types of characters, they could, with the talent at Respawn, mm-hmm. make a very badass melee character that is just made for dropping hot and dropping heads. Like God, You just sounded like Bangalore. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say that. Drop hots and drop some heads. Hey, this isn't a clip. This is a magazine. <laughs> Clips are what Civvy's <laughs> putting there. Um, all right, that's that's probably good for Apex. Mm-hmm. It, we're looking forward to that. We'll have more to say when it comes out. We'll probably get Rich to come on when we when Obi launches. We keep saying that. Um, I don't know if it's actually going to happen. We're gonna we're gonna do it. We got to get another um, mic. Uh, yeah. Hey, you want to call? How do you feel about calling that an evening? Uh, well, let's go to the, let's do the Steam Deck before we leave. We can, we can get all the other okay. stuff. Okay. Oh let's, yeah, let's yeah. Talk let's talk. About, let's talk about that Steam Deck right quick, because um, I am. I know you're stoked about that. So, I love my Switch, and one of my favorite things about my Switch is that I can play it in bed. I, I love to just be able to like lay down and, and and like do that right before I go to bed. I know you talk about playing Smash Brothers like every night before you go to bed. It's like this really cool way to like unwind if you've had like kind of a a day or whatever and it, yeah. like you don't have to be sit and glued to a screen you can like bring it close to your face and like just kind of relax i really really love that aspect of the switch can i say um, one thing real quick my my uh joy cons have been absolutely messing me up entirely to where i can't even play in bed anymore i have to play with my pro controller that is ridiculous my, my right joy con my right joy con does not charge when i put it on my switch anymore oh my god nintendo get your shit together yeah so anyways Uh, i have a pair you can borrow if you want okay um but yeah that's 
I, one of my favorite things is like being able to play in bed and stuff. So now Steam is releasing, for lack of a better term, a Switch-esque device that will run native games on it, but also will be a streaming platform um, to, it, it's a handheld device. It's called the Steam Deck. And <clears throat> I am very excited about this. One, because I want to have like something to play indie games on that are only on PC in my bed. <clears throat> or when those, I go, you want to play those naughty anime games. I want to play those naughty anime games. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the naughtier, the better. Now that I'm in bed, they're really going to get <laughs> naughty. <laughs> um, but I also want to be able. I, so I have a Steam Link in my living room that hooks to my TV, and that thing works really freaking well. Like it, it is surprising how little the latency affects it. Um, I played Dead Space all the way through on it which is not exactly a Twitch game, but not exactly a game that you could fudge latency with. You know what I mean? Could like, feel, it, Could you feel that latency on it? Not really. Like, you, I, I, can tell, I can tell a little bit, but it, not enough to affect my experience with it. So honestly, like, if it's that kind of latency on this device streaming to it, I am all in. Like, that makes me more excited than even just the prospect of being able to play you know, control or, or cyberpunk in bed or, you know, at somebody's house or whatever. Like I love the idea of being able to stream like the big games to this thing at all times. And also like playing like RPGs, like one of my favorite things about the switch is that I can lay in bed and play JRPGs that I don't need to be like glued to the screen, you know, because yeah. these things, a lot of it's grinding. So you can get through those. Are there, are really there fast. like really, are there a lot of really good J or JRPGs that aren't available on console though? There are. So a lot of JRPGs, uh, like, for instance, the NIS games, the Legend of the Heroes series, Trails in the Sky and stuff, that stuff is came out on PSP, but has not been released since except on PC. Uh, so the only way to play them modernly, unless you have a PSP, is to play them on Steam. Um, okay. So that kind of stuff is out there. There's a lot of, like, weird indie RPGs, too, that are, that are out there. Um, and stuff like... So, like, games like Killer7, which is a really great game from the PS2 era, cannot play that, you know, on a PS2 right now, but you can, I have it on Steam at the moment. I have, I have Chrono Trigger on Steam. I have, uh, you know, like, the Legend of Mana collection, like, all these different things on Steam that are super cool and would be great to have, like, on the go, like I use my Switch with. Mm -hmm. You know, like, because, like, the Switch is great for when you're, like, sitting in the doctor's office or, you know, you've got to go to, like, some event that you're don't want to do or like if you're at your girlfriend's house and she's watching reality tv or something you know like those kind of things are the things that i use my switch for and i think wait you don't that, want to watch love island celebrity I, heroes i've had to watch like? love island i've had to watch uh the kardashians a lot um <laughs> the bachelor the bachelorette stuff like that which you know hey i don't mind i'm not dunk, dunking on anyone that likes those shows but no i am uh, not for me um <laughs> But it, it is nice to have something that you can just like, you know, what I play rather, while other people are doing. Would I rather shoot uh, little digital dudes in the face? Yes, I would rather shoot or, little digital dudes in the I thought you were going somewhere watch, else with that when you said, would I rather shoot little digital dudes? <laughs> it's like, where is he going with this? Or would I rather watch a bunch of people decide who makes the best cookies? Um, I'd rather shoot little dudes in the face. Who makes the... Listen, the, the, the British Bake Show great, is really that's great. A British great British Bake Off. 
the only time the only time it's worth watching is the christmas episodes i think it's worth watching we watched that in my like british tv class and i thought it was pretty good christmas episodes are great because they make awesome like gingerbread houses oh my god yes they do and they make awesome like Oh, all sorts of really good stuff like stuff yeah. just like in the shape of like reindeer of it's, dicks. It's... <laughs> do you know how many foods shaped like dicks the best kind all right we just lost every viewer we no, ever we had didn't. we just gained like 15 <laughs> all right well and 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 in essence what i'm saying is this, the steam deck is probably going to be super cool and i'm very excited for it um We'll what see. is that little pad? What is that little pad on the right? It's a hat. So it's like the, it's basically like a trackball. Like it, it's for a mouse movement and stuff. So okay. if you wanted to play Civ or oh, XCOM or something oh, like that. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. It's, it's, it's a lot like what they have on the Steam controller. It's a trackpad. It's like, it's like what yes, I got on my MacBook. It's or, a trackpad. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's okay. a trackpad. But there's cool. two of them. So you, I, I think there's two of them. Um, and you can like, so you can like have fine, but it's a lot finer movement if it's anything like the steam controller was the movement is a lot finer than like say the ps4 pad or or even like a macbook pad like i, I think it's a little more refined than that um it's it, more it, for like adventure games or strategy games than yeah. for like a, an fps like yeah 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 you would not want to play uh you wouldn't want to play dota on this but you also wouldn't want to play like you wouldn't want to use mouse con- mouse well, and keyboard at the control. moment you, at the moment you can't play dota on it <laughs> because of the, well, at the moment you can't play anything on it because it's not been released no, yet, no, no, no 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 but i'm saying like the i i i was talking to you about this earlier the the GameSpot article i saw that was like hey there's a bunch of really big games right now that are not gonna be available off the rip and and i know they said they're working on it but i don't i don't know what the solution for that's gonna be well, they'll figure a way around. Like, the, Valve owns Dota, so they can just take that anti-cheat stuff off uh, if it comes down to it. But also, yeah. like, what's really stupid about that shit is that the anti-cheat software doesn't even fucking work because Apex is rampant with cheating. <laughs> so it's 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 really dumb that that's, like, what's going to hold them back. I don't think – is that the same anti-cheat software? Do they have that in Apex that they have in yeah, Dota? It's, it's, I don't know if it's the same one, but this the, the, the reason for Dota and Apex not working on it at launch or at, not at launch, but right now as of this moment when it's not been launched yet, is because of the anti-cheat software because it just won't load on that device. But either they're going to allow it to load on that device, they're going to find some kind of way to run, the, like run a new firmware that allows that device to run that anti-cheat software or they'll figure out a way to make it run without that anti-cheat software because I think what they're, I think, all right. I think what they're going to end up doing is figuring out a way in that OS. I don't know what kind of OS, do you know what kind of OS they're using in there? If I had to guess, it's going to be Linux based. Yes. But because that's what, that's what all the steam machines use. That's what steam loves is Linux. So I'm I'm, I'm assuming. So they can, there's gotta be, there's gotta be a fix that they can put in there to like make it to where that they're just going to make it to where that anti-cheat can run on whatever OS is running in that thing. Like that's my guess is I would, I would, I would also assume that I I think that that's, I think that's the play at the end of the day. It would be way cooler if they said, you know what, we're just going to not, well, we're gonna the take, problem, make these but, developers take this fucking stupid anti-cheat out of here. But the problem because, is, like, as bad as the the cheating is now, like, imagine if they didn't have that software in there, like, that that would really suck. But it, you know, cheaters gonna cheat, dude. They're gonna figure out a way. Cheat. 
as long as it doesn't get like the like current Titanfall lobbies, I think we'll be okay. But, yeah. um, but like I, I I think they'll figure that stuff out. Valve is very smart, and they don't release things that without like testing the shit out of them and, and making sure that they run everything that they possibly can. And also, Valve is in the business of selling software. They don't really care about the hardware aspect of this. They'll sell it to you because they know they can sell them all. Oh, dude. But- uh, yeah. I mean, it, I, think about it as, uh, all right, I'm sorry for interrupting, but as someone who does not own a gaming PC and who mm-hmm. is really seriously considering buying one of these steam pads, yeah. I like there, I can't imagine how many people are just like me. There's got oh, yeah. to be hundreds of thousands, uh, if not millions of people just like me that can't afford a gaming PC but also want to play these PC games and mm. want a, an affordable And this is a way to basically pay a console price and get a PC experience. And not only that, we should mention that also there will be a dock for it that will hook into your TV. So you can literally use it for real? just like, yeah, you know this? No, I haven't looked into it at all. I saw like I, I think one I, ad for it. And I was like, oh my God, look at this fucking thing. And that's all I'm It's seeing. probably going to be a USB-C to HDMI just like uh, the Switches. So I imagine it'll probably be like seventy to ninety dollars, just like the Switch one is. Dude. So you're looking at about five hundred dollars to get this up and running on your TV. But that's a PC on your TV that runs probably really. I imagine that this hardware is going to be pretty nice. Uh, Have from, they from, released I, any information about video cards or anything like that? It, it's you can see all the internals. Yeah, all the internals are out there. It's a it's a native. It's a it's a Tegra. No, I think it's the step up from the Tegra. What basically what the uh, current iPhones and Androids use, it's like the okay. next step in that. And then the the CPU is so it's not gonna run like a champ. It's gonna run. No, it it's gonna run but... really well. I think you're gonna be surprised at what it can run. They were talking about stuff like control running at 60 frames, um, which is a brand new game that chugged on PS4s. So you know, yeah. I mean that that is no slouch. Uh, I I think I think we're gonna be surprised at the hardware what it can run. Um, but I also think this is going to be mainly a, if you're running stuff native, it's probably going to be your indie games, your smaller games, and then you're going to stream, you know, your, your bigger games and, and, and you're like, your, but then at that point, isn't it just, uh, what's it called? A steam the shield steam link. It is very similar to a steam link, but steam link doesn't run anything natively. So, and also you can't sit in bed with a steam link. You can't take, you can take this. Oh, you can road. sit, you can steam link it up in bed. <laughs> Oh, gross. But you can take you can take this on the road with you. You can stream, like, I can stream Steam to my phone right now yeah. on the road. You know what I mean? So you can still, you can take it on the road, and I think that that's, like, the selling point is that it's basically a switch um, that you can dock to your TV. Yeah, and do so it's, it's definitely, at the very least, we know it's going to be more powerful than a switch. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't think that's, <laughs> that's I don't think even, that's a high bar, but yes, yeah, it will be more but, powerful. But that is, but when you're comparing apples to apples, like for me, for me, for example, I was very seriously. If you look, just listen to last week's episode, I was sitting here talking about, well, guess I got to buy another Switch, like, and I don't think that that's the case anymore. Like it all right. changed in a week. Like now this Steam Deck is out, and I'm like, well. Now, which do I do? Do I buy a gaming a gaming PC proper or do I buy a Steam Deck? And I I don't know. Um, well, I think this is a good way to test that, right? They, like I you, think I think that this is a this is an amazing new entry into the market. Like as far as just like 
something completely new and 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 out of nowhere right um that no one was really expecting well this is a good way to like for you somebody who is not a pc gamer it's a good way for you to dip your toes into the pc market and see if you like the kind of weird software that doesn't get oh, I know, on I know, I will. I know, I will. It's, and the bar- but the barrier to entry to this is so low compared to what you'd have to pay to have a gaming PC. That exactly, you know, you get to exactly. you get to try. And what I imagine is going to happen too, and this is something that I literally just thought about, is that you can install whatever you want on here, which means you can install Game Pass on here for PC, and that means that you, somebody who wants to play, you know, say the new Age of Empires four. When that comes out, you'll be able to play that for free, right to your PC or right to your Steam Steam yeah. Steam 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 Buddy or whatever you call it. Oh, so I, I think it's a Steam really great buddy. idea. <laughs> I think it's going to sell build like a Steam. fucking fucking gang. Build a Steam I, Workshop. Oh, dude! If they had to build a Steam Workshop, <laughs> just like go in there and pick your components and put oh, it in man. there. What a great idea! Oh, there's a million dollar idea. <laughs> What else are malls doing? Don't tell these them. Days? Don't tell them. We're editing this out. We're editing this out. We're going to send it to us in a. <laughs> we're going to mail it to ourselves. Speaking of editing, hey, what do you think about that for calling? That's a good. It? That's a good call. Because I, I'll be honest with you, I really got to pee. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Um, and also, uh, we tried to make this one short, and it ended up being, I think, almost two hours. Well, um, we'll cut some, it down. It'll be yeah, cut down. Be some but, uh, I think it'll be about an hour and a half at the end. Yeah, but uh, this this has been a good episode again, man. Travis, I love you. I love you too, bro. Yeah, man. I also love anyone who is happening happening to be listening to this podcast right now. Um, yes, we appreciate each and every one of you. My second favorite person behind Travis. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, oh god we're going to continue to do stuff uh i know that we keep saying we're going to do more stuff but we have been very busy i i in particular have been very busy um but i'm taking some time to myself this week so i am going to be streaming i think i'm going to do yakuza tomorrow um i'm going to stream op- i'm going to stream my goosebumps thing that is gonna happen this week yeah do that you should do that oh my I'll, god I'll, if we i cannot can wait out- if I can figure out how to, if you find the book and I can figure out how to use OBS and oh, the it's, way that it's a bunch of books, they're right in that in that room right there. That crawl That's where space. They are. Yeah. If I can figure out how to use OBS in a way that makes it viable, then we can definitely do that. Um, I just got to figure out how to do like picture. Oh, we'll we'll two, talk. Two we'll talk once. about it. We'll get that going. Um, I know uh, I know you're working tomorrow, but let's try to do that like Thursday. I'm thinking, uh, yeah, Thursday, maybe Friday night uh would be good for that um at least we can try the setup on thursday i think that that would be fun and then we can maybe do the actual thing on friday um but we're going to be doing more stuff i am currently writing the script for the uh piece that i'm going to be doing for the site or for the for the channel um it's going to take me a long time to do it because writing the script alone is a lot and then figuring out how to get all the footage that i'm going to need oh so you're actually doing you're actually doing like an edited documentary style video yeah i'm gonna do a long form video yeah cool and so i'm doing i'm doing a piece on nostalgia like we were talking about i thought it would just be you sitting there talking oh i think i think i just lost travis (laughs) or actually there you are oh yeah
what? <laughs> I was like, in a really funny way on my screen. My oh, I just got the internet connection is unstable thing. Okay, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna end this now. Um, you you have, you have become a robot yeah, on my screen. Yep, I know. Uh, all right, everybody. Um, thanks for watching episode eight of the gaming and drinking cast. Um, we will be back next week. Travis, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to steal your thunder there at the end, but no, you're good. Shit is breaking down here. I see that. Uh, no, no worries. <laughs> All right. Uh, everybody, y'all have a great night. Cheers to you. Cheers to the internet. Cheers to video games. Cheers to beer. All right. Good night, Cheers y'all. Cheers to y'all. <laughs> good night, everybody. Yeah.